Every single time Hunter wakes up from a nap these days, he's asking for a snack and it's usually a fruit snack. And I used to say heck no to all kinds of fruit snacks and goodies like that because I hated all of the artificial dyes, harmful ingredients, and the ridiculous amount of sugar that they have. And while I still am a big proponent in not having all of those things all the time, I find so much hope in knowing that Thrive Market has me covered and has Hunter covered for not just all of those sweet fun treats, but also other essentials while keeping him safe and healthy. And it's honestly become a fun little tradition for Michael and I to sit down and pick out our Thrive Market order. They're so amazing and such our go-to for delicious snacks and pantry essentials and so much more. Their app is so easy to use and everything is delivered to our doorstep in a matter of days, which drastically reduces my stress level because making time to go to the grocery store is my least favorite thing to do. Plus, I'm obsessed with their standards. They restrict literally 1,000 plus harmful ingredients and they only allow the most trusted ingredients for you. I mean, even last order, I saved $20 and got an incredible deal on the poppy probiotic sodas that I love. Plus, it's not just good for your family. When you join Thrive Market, they also gift a membership to a family in need, which is the greatest. So let's save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truthtalks for 30% off your first order. Plus, you get a $60 gift for free. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrivemarket.com slash truth talks. Hi sis. Welcome to Truth Talks with Tara. The purpose behind this podcast and online ministry is to help beautiful women like yourself know, love, and live God's truth. Not only will this be a space of truthful, faith-filled talks, it will also be a place where we let God's word speak for itself because God's truth speaks. My name is Tara, and I'm your host, but you can call me your sister. Join me each week as we talk about the truth of God's Word and how it can ignite us with purpose. We'll talk about God's Word, how we're called to live, challenging topics, and grow in faith together. My prayer is that God would use this podcast to encourage and equip our hearts. Let's be women who love His truth, live His truth, and spread His truth. Hello, hello once again, sweet friends and lovely listener. Thank you for joining me on another episode of True Talks with Tara. This week, we are sitting down with Desiree Siegfried, and she is well known as one of the former bachelorettes, but she's also a bridal gown designer, a future author, a podcaster, and a sweet sister in Christ. I have been looking forward to having Desiree on the show for a long time. With her unique testimony in being the public spotlight, being the bachelorette years ago, I just thought she would bring such a sweet perspective on what it looks like to be a woman that lives in the world, in a secular world, but stands firm in her faith. And so I would just encourage you to keep listening as she shares her testimony, what God really walked her through and strengthened her through, how she remained firm in such a crazy world with judgment and things being so evil and so secular and just practical tips as well from her journey. We're also going to be talking about her new book that is coming out super soon, so you're not going to want to miss this conversation. After listening, don't forget to take a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Let Desiree and I know that you loved the episode. Share it around with a friend. We cannot thank you enough for listening and supporting and also through your ratings and reviews. I have gotten so many recently and it's just such a thoughtful, just I feel like I don't deserve all the sweet ratings and reviews, but whenever I read them, it's because of God's glory. I see God in it. I see God being glorified and that's all that I want through this show. So thank you again. Make sure to leave a review if you haven't already. It helps with the algorithm for people who are looking for 
shows and biblical truth like this to find our show and also join us here. So let's just get into the conversation. Enough from me. Here is my conversation with Desiree. Hi, Desiree. I am honored. Like, seriously, if I could choose a word, it would be honored to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for of being course. here. Of course. Thanks so much for having me. I am so excited to have our conversation, and I feel super, super thankful that we've been connected. But before we get into what we're talking about and just sharing a little bit more, I would seriously love if you could just introduce yourself briefly to people that are listening who don't yeah. know who you are yet, like who you sure. are, what you do, all the Not things. Not a problem. Yeah. So, my name is Desiree Siegfried, but my maiden name is Desiree Hartsock, and so most people know me from appearing on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, mm-hmm. but that was quite a while ago, um, so <laughs> many may not know that was in 2013, so it's been a while, uh, but I met my husband on The Bachelorette, which is fantastic. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was living in California, but uh, moved myself up to Seattle to be with him, and now we're in Oregon and loving it, but... I am a bridal designer. I have my own wedding uh, gown line, as well as I host the Heart of Purpose podcast. And I wrote, currently wrote, I recently wrote a book called The Road to Roses, which is a memoir on my life and really just living in hope. So, yeah, it's been it's been a journey to say it's- the least. So, so good. I literally remember when we connected, I'm like, there's so many things that she does. Like, obviously, a lot of people know you from The Bachelorette, but it's so cool to see, you know, like what God has done and all of your different like creative talents, like not only the podcast, but oh my gosh, you guys need to go follow or check out her Instagram for her bridal collections. I literally die over them. They are so so gorgeous seriously I love them and seriously like very affordable so yeah I am yeah I'm seriously so impressed by everything you do and thankful (laughs) for seriously of course um also I love getting to ask my friends here like a random just kind of like an icebreaker or something random that they're loving right now like a favorite thing literally could be anything I just love getting to hear this and also see if there's anything that like I should be loving too (laughs) oh my gosh I don't even know uh, mom life keeps me busy. <laughs> yes. And so I'm like, I literally am the most basic human being on the planet. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't really get into any of the trends or anything that. Yeah. You know. Um. So I'm not sure. I really. I literally can't think of something. You're so good. I mean, we can say your husband and your boys and Oregon sunshine, which we don't get a lot of. Yes, I love, so. I love the sunshine. <laughs> but um, what am I loving? Yeah, I guess I'm loving the sunshine. And um, But I'm just, I was just trying to think of something a little bit wittier. <laughs> You're so good. Honestly, like there are sometimes too many things to count. And sometimes yeah. like, we go through seasons where it's like, I don't know, like if I have anything new, you know, that I'm really loving. So yeah. no big deal. I'm at loving, all. I guess I, I, right now I'm loving Maverick City um, music. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, uh, so oh something. my gosh. There, um, I have like a couple songs that I'm just listening on repeat. Same. I, I can't Same. get enough. What are some of your favorite songs by them? Well, I love Rest on Us. That's yes, one that I've yes. been really listening to, and Getting Ready is a very fantastic one. Oh my one. gosh, that's one of my favorites too. Oh, uh, I love it. Um, and then, 
Yeah, I mean, so many of them. I love their new one, Gyra. And yes, Remember yes. is a good one. So That's everyone just one. start writing these down. <laughs> yes. Or go to Spotify literally. and start listening to Maverick City. They're really the great. Wor- the words are so good. And I love how long and worshipful they are. Oh, like, it's so long. I love it in my car. Just like, yeah, praising. And I feel like it's really good because, like, sometimes people think that, like, worship songs, when they repeat a lot of things, it can get too much. But, I like, I personally mm. like how just, like, meditative it is you know like you just like really like mull over like the words and absolutely uh, so yeah, no, good I so talented <laughs> okay that was an amazing favorite thank you for that okay <laughs> good I am so excited though to be able to talk about this topic today and feel really honored to have you on because um Desiree we had the honor of connecting with you online I think it was to her true worth actually yeah um like almost a year ago it's been a while and I was super touched by your podcast and your vulnerability online and your sweet family, and just seeing everything you do. So when I was thinking about, you know, choosing the word, the word of God or God over the world, I really thought of you because I've just seen, even though, you know, it's online mainly, I've seen such a really cool thing that God has done through your life. And so you may get tired of people bringing up the fact that you were the bachelorette. No, Um, that's okay. It's part of my story. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm thankful to hear that. So, I mean, some people would, but I'm really thankful that your testimony has, you know, really touched so many people and you've been one of the most solid bachelorettes to come out, you know, of the franchise. So from someone who's in a public spotlight with such a fire for God and his truth, would you share a bit about your experience as the bachelorette and how that shaped your walk with the Lord? Um, I mean, sure. Yeah. It's quite, I feel like it's been quite a journey. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I, so just a little bit more backstory. So I grew up obviously going to church and, you know, very charismatic Pentecostal Christian. And so the Lord has always been, you know, a huge thing in my life, obviously. Um, but then I kind of, in my twenties kind of just kind of went my own way and I started getting back into my faith fully, like religiously, um, about a year prior to going on to The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. And this was just an incredible year of growth and seeking. And this is why I also feel it's so important for us as believers to truly seek the Lord on your own. Mm, Um, So you might have doctrine or you might have faith based on like what you grew up in, which is fantastic, but it's really important to search your heart and really Seek him yourself um, Mm -hmm. and get the answers through the Holy Spirit yourself to really understand what, you know, who he, what he means to you and and who he is. Um, But anyways, so through that whole year, I just really spent time with the Lord. And so when the, when the the bachelor came out, I mean, it was really not me. I'm actually a, I'm incredibly an introvert. Like Uh I'd much rather be by myself or with one-on-one conversations. I hate, I hate attention. Wow. Like (laughs) I, I actually still struggle a little bit with like big group, like if I'm the one speaking. Sure. Right. Yeah. So it's just really, honestly, God is a funny God. Like, you know, (laughs) he is. Yeah. He uses the least of us to do cool things, but, um, yeah, I just, it was not me, but, you know, I had been seeking him, and I was really lost, and what I was doing, I was super broke in L.A., and I didn't know my next step, and um, uh, my roommate was watching The Bachelorette, and I'm like, oh, that looks pretty interesting. I've never watched an episode in my whole life, and I just randomly, like, after a while, I applied, and it just all went really fast, and it all just fell into alignment. Like, I, I, I didn't seek it. 
So with interviews and with everything else, I just really put it in God's hand. And I was like, if the door opens, then this is from you. Uh You know, give me, give me peace about it if this is from you. Um, But also at the same time, I was very like, if this is for you, then I will use it to glorify you or to at least be a good example, you know? Um, So that was The Bachelor. And then... It didn't work out, thank the Lord, but um, I did go on to be the Bachelorette, and that is yeah. where I met my husband. But through the Bachelorette, I really kind of live out kind of yeah. like my testimony <laughs> in a sense. You you have to read the book to get the whole gist of it. But if you are a single girl, or if you are in relationships and they're not working out, like my book will definitely hmm. give you some hope. Yes, um, yes. Because what happened with the Bachelorette is a lot of old patterns and old lies kind of came back. Hmm. And so it was really, it's a really redemptive journey during The Bachelorette um, where I then obviously meet my Hmm. husband, but 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 have to go through the breakup of Brooks to really um, solidify everything and honestly put aside old patterns and old lies. So, yeah, so it's just really amazing how God has opened the doors after the show, I had a really hard time because I, again, I didn't really yeah, like attention. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and at this point, it was negative attention because a lot of people didn't see how things panned out the way that it actually panned out. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and they, you know, judged my decision, sure. judged my everything. And so it was, I had a very difficult time. And I would say The Bachelor, right. being on The Bachelorette, obviously gave me this platform and this opportunity to um, just have a bigger reach, but it was also too much for me, and I also was very overwhelmed with opportunities that opened up, and like people constantly yeah, wanting something totally. from me or emailing me, and I, I had, it took it, honestly, in all honesty, it took a good four years mm-hmm. to truly come back to like, you know, like ground zero to be like what am I doing like I am I am saying yes to everything this is just wearing me out and I'm not getting anywhere with my plans yeah oh yeah my plans for what God wants and in all honesty I was so busy that I I stopped taking priority and taking that time with the Lord which which if I did I would have felt more peace I would have been at a better place and I would have been able to make better decisions but it's all a learning, you know, lesson when we go through that stuff. And so from that, I grew. And once I had my son is when I truly right. uh, was forced to <laughs> to stop hustling and to take a step back and be like, Lord, like, what do you want me to do rather than rather than what does everyone want me to do? <laughs> and so right. It's amazing. Absolutely. Oh, there's so much pressure. And I'm sure, like you mentioned, like you had so many opportunities, which is yeah. amazing. You know, in some respects, it's it's so cool to see the doors open, but also very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned how, you know, you had some negative drama too. Like obviously coming out, people have their opinions and they think that's gospel. They think that they know the whole story. Oh, I yeah, mean, that happens sure. to everyone, <laughs> especially, you know, in someone like your circumstances. So, I mean, through all that drama, through all of the negative feedback and maybe people judging you, right? I mean, because you were, you were, you were outspoken. You, you didn't, you didn't hide what you believed. Believed. And so, you know, what really like during those moments of judgment and criticism, like what really kept you rooted in the Lord? Like, you know, personally and, you know, with your husband, like what really kept you grounded in him? Well, so first I would say 
Chris helped with, yeah. like, because he didn't care about what anyone said, which was th- great because most of it was all about my choice choosing him because uh-huh. of how things were portrayed. And so he was truly a rock because it didn't bother him and he didn't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which helped me to not overthink things. But, you know, I don't know. I wish I would have – this is where – during it was a low point that I wish of course I sought the Lord and everything but it was overwhelming with so much noise that it was very hard to turn off the noise and it was very hard to like not allow that to penetrate my heart and so yeah it was a struggle for sure but luckily like God has given me like a natural sense of peace in my personality like I'm yeah very chill and things don't often I like I don't get anxious. I don't get anxiety. And that's all from the Lord. I absolutely percent. But um, so thankfully, I don't, you know, <laughs> that would have made it so much harder if I also struggled with like anxiety and everything else. But I did have the fear of man, you know, that's yeah. something that I had to work through. I, I wanted people to like me like anyone wants right. to, you know, right. And I'm super sensitive. I'm, you know, I'm an empath and I'm sensitive. Mm-hmm. And so as much as I would be like, oh, whatever, I'm not going to read that or that doesn't hurt me. Like truly did. It did. And it brought up old wounds from like childhood and from my past, you know, just being right. te- teased right. or yeah. not, be- not being good enough. And so it it was a process. And um, yeah, it was a process, but I'm so thankful for it because mm-hmm. I'm so much stronger now for it. Oh, yeah. To yeah. where, to where, although that persecution or whatever judgment yeah. was based on my relationship, I do feel we all as believers are going into a season of where our faith will be put um, on display and to be judged and to be criticized. And yeah. so I think everything he walked me through because of my personality and mm. being just very like, you know, I just want to go with the flow. Yeah. He's brought, he's kind of taught me, you know, to stand up more and to really truly know what I believe. And, yeah. and so that has helped me too to, you know, overcome that. Fear. Sure. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 2024 has simultaneously felt like the longest and shortest year. Our little family has gone through so many highs and lows and joys and valleys. I mean, Hunter's growing up so crazy and our calendars are so crazy. And this is usually the time of year where so many of us give up on our New Year's resolutions. And while some of mine have not panned out, to be honest, there are some that have. I am personally really proud of my consistent workout routine this year. It has been something that has been so off and on since having Hunter. It's also given me so much mental clarity to be physically active. I'm also really proud that I have instilled regular rhythms of rest in my life and not just rest when I'm burnt out, which was usually the norm. When life moves so quickly, let's just slow down and celebrate our little wins and move forward in faith and make adjustments for the rest of the year. This is your little mid-year check-in. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the rest of the year. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, try BetterHelp to keep you on track. It's entirely online, so it flows with your lifestyle, and you can select a therapist that fits your needs and beliefs, but also feel the freedom to switch at any time to find the best match. Therapy gives you the space to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and process it, which can be really hard on your own. So visit betterhelp.com slash truth talks today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash truth talks. 
That's so, so good. I love how you said earlier too, Desiree, that like, you know, God really showed you that you needed to believe what you believed on your own, you know? And yeah, I think absolutely. that's, I think that's so encouraging to me, even to so many people listening to be reminded of that. Like no matter how long they've known the Lord, like we need to be constantly reminding ourselves like why we believe what we believe. And, um, it's really cool to see how God took the judgment, the drama, all of those seasons of your life and really just solidified who you were in him. I think it's, yeah. it's really easy to think that, you know, like, you know, the world's out to get us and, you know, it's really easy to stay stagnant in those times, but it's like, I'm really encouraged that, you know, you let those judge, like those times of judgment and persecution really like draw you closer to the Lord and strengthen you. Yeah, yeah, they definitely did. I mean, I was never, you know, I'm not one to retaliate or anything and I would just lean into, to his word and, yeah. like, you know. But, you know, when you have so many people telling you who you are, it's – and this is this stems from even, like, you know, teenage years and childhood, right. you know. So, so my whole life I've struggled with that aspect of, you know, like, I don't know, identifying with what people saw me as rather sure. than really truly yeah. finding my identity in Christ, although I, I thought I had my identity in Christ, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. But then when you're brought to um, – when you're really – brought to really identify where your <laughs> your um, worth lies and where your value lies, I think that's when you can see exactly if you are putting your purpose and your will into him or into other people. Oh, that's really good. I guess, you know, there's, I, I know that even for me too, I have to be reminded of my identity often. Like you said, like, you know, I, I grew up in the church, like I, I've mm-hmm. known the Lord forever, but like, I think sometimes it's daily reminding ourselves of like who God says we are, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, and I think too. Oftentimes, I mean, I'm not sure because obviously, I, I'm I grew up in the church, but not in the sense that a lot of people do. Okay, where yeah. it's a lot of legalism and a lot of religious spirit, you know, like sure, yeah, overwhelming. Um, but from what I can see too, it's like I think we also, even though if you were brought up with knowing scripture and knowing everything, we also have to strip away sometimes the doctrine of what we've learned to really understand what God wants us to know Mm, yeah I don't know how else to say it um no that makes a ton of sense yeah like like, because a lot of people I know personally have struggled with they have church hurts because as women they were told to be you know less than and um so they have you know either identity issues or self-confidence issues or or we're believing maybe something that isn't what God wants of us, you know? Like, yeah. he wants us to use our voice as women because we we have a voice and we, he, you know, like, I don't know. I just think it's important to really seek him in, in everything. Yeah, absolutely. And that's truly what it means to, like, choose God's way over the world's way. Because, like you said, I think sometimes we, we you know, have these misconceptions about, you know, what God says or we have the world saying this is what God says or, like, you know, things get really tricky. The enemy likes to yes. really deceive and make things look appealing or even make things look like they're from God when they're not. And so, like you said, yeah. like, stripping that away and really confronting everything that, you know, we read or we or we see or we hear with God's word. And, like, yeah. it's, it's really cool to know that, like, we don't have to be confused like we have God's word in front of us and we have the spirit to help us so like you know we don't have to feel like we are left with you know confusion because we can confront everything with the word and God will make it clear through that yeah and he will make it clear to you yeah that's why it's also like 
man, the world of social media, the he said, she said. I mean, even oh when gosh. we are repeating, I mean, even it, we have to be careful even repeating Christian leaders because, mm, yeah. you know, the Lord's discernment could be different than what they are discerning themselves. And it's just really knowing what the Lord wants to show you. And, and honestly, I think that walks with an intimate relationship with him to understand his voice over the other voices that are all around us and that yeah, right. you you will only know that if you walk intimately with him and put him first every single day. So like you were saying before, it's like dying to yourself mm. every single yeah. day to yes. pick up your cross and be like, so good. okay, I'm not going to let my flesh lead. I'm not going to yeah. allow my desires to lead. I'm not going to allow pressures to lead. I'm not going to allow my friend to tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. Totally. I love how it's it's super cool to hear this part of like your heart and your testimony because I can really I can really hear through what you're sharing that like God really like has sharpened the gift of discernment in you. Like yeah, through totally. everything that you've been through and I think that's so awesome to hear and I think the world is so hungry for discernment. We're all so hungry for discernment right now because the noise is loud. People have opinions, but it's like, is it true? Yeah. Like, what is our government saying? What is uh. she saying online? <laughs> like, there's just so much, yeah. right? I mean, I'm going to be honest. I was not I, – I got caught up in the, the social – you know, dilemma last year, last summer. Yeah. Where, I mean, I, this is actually why I had to seek him more because I was like, whoa, I got wrapped in that very quickly. And I was just, I don't know. I had to truly stop and rest like for a week to be like, yeah, okay, Holy Spirit, like what is actually going on? Mm, You know, rather than because I was allowing my mind to just go to every place that everyone posted or everyone said. Right, right. I had to take a step back and um, understand what he was saying and what, what you know, and I, he truly did give me discernment on that to yeah. where I then didn't feel the need to prove myself online yes, because yes. I knew like, hey, like God's got this and there's a bigger picture than what everyone's seeing right now. And, you know, it takes, it takes practice. Because right, I, for sure. Yeah, like I prioritize him because... I, he's such a catalyst in my life and the Holy Spirit guides my every decision and guides my every thought. Um, but it took practice, it took practice. So if you're not there, like that is okay. And it's truly just being able to, to put him first and allow, and and take that time, take that time to, to put him first and not your social media. Yeah. 100%. No, it's so good. I think you're speaking to so many of us right now and I think I would love to get super practical. You, you did mention just, you know, walking closely to him and let's talk about like the practical ways. Like, so sure. from like what you've experienced in your life and um, just day to day, like how have you been able to choose God first over the world to, you know, to stand firm with, with a, such a secular world, like practical tips. I know you said walking with the Lord, but you know, how does that like, look? Like, how do I do that? Yeah. How does, how does that look lived out? Yeah. You know, I think ever since I was a little girl, I've always had a very strong prayer life and I didn't realize that that was abnormal. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So I think it's always been ingrained in me from a very young age to where I literally have always just talked to him throughout my day. Mm, So good. And um, so I think that obviously I know that that helps because, you know, throughout the day, I just will be like, praying or if you put if you put someone on my heart like you know you just have to be aware of 
that he's listening and he Mm -hmm. wants to listen and the Holy Spirit will guide you and bring peace to any situation if you bring it to him. Um, So practically, because I'm a mom and it's very difficult to actually find time. Like I can't really set aside time to pray or to read or to do anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so early on when I had Asher, I feel like, I, I knew I needed the Lord, especially going through motherhood for the first time. It was very difficult, and sure. I knew I needed I needed that peace and strength. And so, I just would leave my Bible out, and I so I've been doing that now for about four years. And I just leave it out either on the kitchen island, on the kitchen table, mm, in the yeah. living room. And when I'm feeling like I need an answer or I need a you know the Lord to speak to me, I'll just open the Bible. And typically it always turns to exactly like, it either turns to exactly what you want to hear or like it turns to something where you know God's convicting you of something, yes, you know? Yes, totally. And so um, that's that's how I first started. That's how I first started truly allowing him to speak to me. Because this is another thing. We need to allow the Lord the space to speak mm. to us. And what I've also learned is we have to allow the Lord to love us. So like we, we, you know, we say, oh, God loves you. God loves me. God, Jesus loves you. But so many of us struggle with feeling unlovable. So if we don't break down that wall, mm, then we're never yeah. going to actually feel the love of Jesus in sure. our hearts. Yeah. And so to do, you know, so anyways, I don't know. That's one of the ways I just leave my Bible out and I just yeah. turn to it whenever I need some, some peace or some help. And I'm constantly listening to worship music. I don't allow any like negative music mm-hmm. into my life because I if I want to be positive, I need some positivity in my life. And honestly, worship music are prayers to the Lord. So when yeah. I'm singing, I'm praying. And yeah. so it's just a great opportunity for me to feel the Holy Spirit and to kind of I don't know. I just love it. I love that part so much. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, it seems like the time that you spend and, you know, you place things strategically, right? I mean, not yeah. only, not only because you're a mom and, and you have to a little bit more so than other people, but you place things strategically in your life so that, you know, they're there and that they, yeah. you're aware of them. And I think that's really important too. And also like, you know, I think all of us are guilty of, you know, allowing things into our lives that shouldn't be there, whether that be music, like you said, or, you know, movies. people on movies. Yeah. Oh, totally. People. Uh, people on social media. Oh my gosh, literally. People. So, just people. Yeah. And so I think it's, you know, we all let certain things, you know, whatever that may be into our lives. And I really am encouraged by how you're like, I just don't like, or I try yeah, and I I strive just, just to well, not. Well, I know myself because I'm, I'm sensitive. So I, I know yeah. that I'm sensitive to all, I'm sensitive to positive things, but I'm also very sensitive to negative things. And so I just know for myself, if I want to keep a peaceful, positive mindset, then I keep that in my mind. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. super, super good. I think we often, I'm speaking for myself too, we think that certain things are harmless, right? Like uh, yes. there, there are things yeah. that are like, oh, it's not that big of a deal or like she does it and she seems fine or like whatever. But yeah. I think it's like taking it seriously. And, you know, like you said, recognizing how you react to certain things and yes. how easy it is for us to be affected by it. Yeah. And then, you know, realizing, okay, okay, if I let that in, what's going to happen? It's going to, it's going to rob me of my peace. Like you said, it's going to rob me of my connection with Christ. That is is super good. Yeah. One um, thing I always mention too is like, especially, I don't, I'm not sure probably the age group of your listeners, but um, I feel like say when you're first starting to date someone or when you first start to learn a new sport, 
how much time do you put into that? Like, especially mm. when you like someone. So right, imagine right. you're like, you just met the guy that you're like, oh my God, he's totally the one. Um, <laughs> yeah. How much time do you spend thinking about him? How much time do you put into like, mm. um, you know, doing, find, figuring out everything he likes? So you're putting, you're practicing, you know, like same with a sport, like how much sure. time do you put into practicing so that you're really good at it? Just like faith. Like if you want to have a strong faith, you have to practice it. And so you have to take the time to practice. And so Mm. that's an analogy I like because it's true. The more that I have sought the Lord, like the more I want to. Mm, So That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. If I just, like it just started with opening my Bible, but the more that he was speaking to me through the verses he was showing me, the more that I needed it in my life. And so- That's so good. And, and when we put and, and if we don't prioritize, then I personally, from my like experience, I start to grieve the spirit because I'm like, I want to hear you, Lord, but I'm, I'm, you know, allowing outside noises to take the place of that, and so it's just you have to stay so connected, and you have to think about it every single day, like abiding in mm. the Lord every yes. single day, and it takes strength, and it takes a mental capacity to yeah. to stay in that, you know? Right, right. Oh my gosh, it's tough. It's not, you know, we're called to a living faith, not a, you know, passive and inactive mm-hmm. faith, right? And it takes work and, you know, it can be exhausting. You know, some people might say, oh, this is more, more than I thought it was going to be. But really, like you said, just taking those simple steps of, you know, practicing it, you know, not like in necessarily like a legalistic way, but just, no, you know, not, yeah, but no, just, you know, I'm, oh, totally. Like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know you didn't mean that. It's just, you know, it's just something that, you know, if you just do little by little, even if that's just starting from a small place and, you know, like you said too, Desiree, that was so encouraging. Like the more that you know who God is, I mean, the more that you read the Bible, you're more going to know him. Right. And then the more you're going to love him and you're just yeah. going to desire Want that more and more and more. Yeah, yeah. The more you're going to desire that time because, you know, when we get in the word, God, you know, the spirit will bring things you know wisdom and truth and like so much life to us that like you said we just we just want more of yeah and it's it does it doesn't need to be exhausting or yeah uh, because the more you seek the more joy there is so people will be like how are you so happy I'm like because I love Jesus and you know I don't I honestly do not worry about a thing I, I, I so good Chris will attest to it because he's more type a I'm you know I I release every single thing (laughs) I'm like you know like He's in control. Like, yeah, I yeah. have no control over what happens tomorrow or today. Mm. And so I think it's also just having that mindset, which is very difficult. I do understand that it can be very difficult to to get there. But, but, right. but you got to try. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's so, I mean, it's a good encouragement for us to remember, like, we have to put in the effort, right? Like, I'm always reminded, like, my parents would tell me, like, you know, a relationship, like whether that be with your your parents, your siblings, your friends, your boyfriend, like a relationship takes work from both ends. Like we've all heard this, yeah. you know, it, <laughs> yeah. it takes effort from both sides. And so the same goes with our relationship with the Lord. We know all these things about him and how he pursues us and loves us constantly. But it's like, you know, if we're in a true relationship with the one who saved us, what are, what are we giving? Are we giving our love and our attention and, you know, all that back to him? Because he deserves that. He deserves more than that. But you know, it's like, what are we, what are we pouring back, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 
It's so, Very so true. good. I love, <laughs> I love all the practical encouragement you're giving us, friend. Thank you so much. It's you're so good. Welcome. I wanted to um, close with something very exciting, and I would love for you to tell us about your memoir that you mentioned earlier. Like, yeah. tell us, you know, a little bit, obviously sneak peek, because we all need to get our hands on it and read it, but, you know, your heart behind it, where we can get it, all of those things. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've kind of explained a lot of it um, just in this podcast, but, you know, it's all about finding strength when life doesn't go as planned and trusting the process of what God wants for you, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's really about my entire life. And of course, a lot of that leads up to the show and everything that happened during the show. But as I mentioned previously, a lot of the old lies, old patterns, um, mm, yeah. and just things of the way I was dating or, or what I thought I needed in a man um, and what truly God showed me I truly needed. In a yeah, man, you know? absolutely. And so that part I really love. And I also share a lot of my past experiences, um, past relationships too, which will offer some hope. Yeah. And I, I mean, I go through my whole life. So I also talk about motherhood and uh, being an entrepreneur and what the Lord had shown me and the lessons I learned um, yeah. by walking by faith through that and yeah, I just am, I'm just hoping it brings a lot of hope to everyone right mm -hmm. now, especially, you know, especially as so many of us look at our lives right now and we're unsure of so much, you know, I think, right. I think, um, my goal, my hope is, yeah, it will just be, it'll be a hope to keep you going and mm -hmm. to know that God is for you is not against you and it's so good. His timing is perfect. So yeah, and uh, let us know, um, you know, what, where can we get this book? When does it yeah. launch? All the good stuff. So, sure, yeah. So the book is The Road to Roses, and you can pre-order now. You can um, head to DesireeSacred.com, or you can actually go pre-order on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Christian Book, and anywhere, really, books are sold. So it's ready for pre-order, but it's not launching till June 22nd. So that's when you could get your hands on it. But I just, yeah, it's from my heart, and I just, mm. I just pray that, you know, my testimony and my life can be, be hope to someone else. Yeah, absolutely. I love hearing, you know, the behind the scenes of it, and it's really cool because it sounds like it will be something that is gonna hit home for, a, like, a woman in any stage of her yes, life. Yes, it's definitely for anyone in any season because I do talk, you know, about childhood to high school to my twenties. Yes. <laughs> to, uh, to the show and then as newlyweds as yeah literally everything is out there that's <laughs> so. so awesome you know I think it's going to be an awesome example for all of us to hear you know how you, like the Lord really solidified you over the years through different seasons and you know brought you through hope because I think we're all craving that and so to hear hear it from someone who has walked through it I, I mean testimonies are so powerful and so yeah. I think that's going to be an awesome thing about your book uh, friend thank you thank so you. so much though for being on the show I really enjoyed listening to you I could listen to you for hours honestly oh you're so like, <laughs> that's I love listening to your podcast. It's just it's oh, just very thanks. it's very calming, relaxing, encouraging. <laughs> I I'm, I just leave feeling very full. So oh. um, before we end the show, I just want to make sure that people can connect with you um, online. So just share yeah. your handles. I'll have them linked, but just let them know where they, yeah. you can find you. So personally, you can find me at Desiree Siegfried on Instagram. You can check out the bridal stuff at Desiree Heartsock, and then yes. you can check out the podcast at Heart of Purpose Podcast. Um, yeah, so, and then I will have my personal website up. It, it's in construction mode right now, but 
that should be up soon too and that's just DesireeSigfried.com that's amazing okay everyone I will have it linked below um, to go pre-order the you. book and to follow Desiree and everything that she has to come so friend again thank you so yes much. of course I just adore you and admire you and I appreciate today thank you